Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. It's probably the strangest cultural phenomenon of my lifetime. The absolute and totally sudden societal obsession with transgenderism and genderlessness. Have you often wondered where did this come from? I mean, it's everywhere now. All the major brands. I mean, look, just this week, Skittles. Now they've got the phrase Black Trans Lives Matter on the Skittles package along with, of course, a rainbow. It's more than corporate suicide. It's bizarre. I mean, have you ever known a black transgender person? Neither have I. Why is it on the package? Where's the groundswell coming from for this? I I mean, up till now in my life, I've never actually known a transgender person. There was a cross-dresser on a campus I went to. Everybody knew he was a man. He dressed like a woman. But that's it. In my entire adult life. And yet now society is absolutely obsessed with this. It's informing parental rights. It's a part of every school curriculum. It's everywhere. Why? Who is driving this? We may have just gotten a look over the weekend. It all clicked together for the first time. We as a nation are being forced in particular, the nation's school children in blue areas are being forced to participate in and live out Barack Hussein Obama's sexual fantasies. And whether you're in school, at work, or just in the candy or beer aisle, there's no escape. But wait, where is all this coming from? Notice if you think about it, the real beginning of this sort of dates to when Barack Obama left office. This must be what he occupied himself with. First, where is it coming from? Well, specifically, it's coming from a group called the Human Rights Campaign. The New York posted a great expose on this back in April. I'll link to it in the podcast description. But the article is called Inside the CEI System Pushing Brands to Endorse Celebs Like Dylan Mulvaney. That's even though it is completely destructive to their bottom line. In the case of Bud Light, $7 billion, with a B, dollars of market value gone. And they don't seem to really care. Here's why, the New York Post wrote at the time. These corporations aren't just being politically correct. 
At stake is their Corporate Equality Index, or CEI score. It's awarded by a group called the Human Rights Campaign. Businesses that attain the maximum 100-point total get the coveted title Best Place to Work for LGBTQ Equality. To give you some idea, 15 of the top 20 Fortune-ranked companies have a 100% rating. This is America's first social credit system. What do you have to do to get this highly coveted woke seal of approval? Then avoid having protesters screaming outside your headquarters. Well, there's five categories. Some of them are workforce related, no discrimination, providing health care for same sex couples, stuff like that. But where it really gets dicey is that 20% of your score is based on corporate social responsibility, i.e. marketing or advertising to LGBTQ customers. And it's got to be in your face and to heck with the rest of your customers. James Lindsay, a podcaster who runs a site called New Discourses, told the New York Post that the human rights campaign administers the CEI ranking like an extortion racket, like the mafia. It doesn't just sit back passively. They send representatives to corporations every year telling them what kind of stuff to make visible at the company. They give them a list of demands. And if they don't follow through, you won't keep your CEI score. That can affect your CEO's ability to get another job like ever. The CEI ranking, which is, again, really a uh, China-style social credit system, is a lesser-known part of this burgeoning ESG movement. But here's the kicker. Who is pushing this down your throat so that literally, folks, you can't go anywhere anymore without seeing some signs of this agenda? The Corporate Equality Index? Yeah, that comes, as I said, from the Human Rights Campaign. That's funded with millions from George Soros' Open Society Foundation. But the most telling part is who runs it. Her name is is Kelly Robinson. She's the president and also the former political organizer for Barack Obama's 2008 presidential campaign. She essentially transitioned from the campaign to doing this. So how does this work now? Well, Vivek Ramaswamy explained it to the New York Post. The big fund managers like BlackRock all embrace this ESG orthodoxy in how they apply pressure to top corporate management teams and boards. And they determine, in many cases, executive compensation because big um, investors like BlackRock typically own, uh, you know, five, six, seven percent of these major corporations. So they begin to have some power. Vivek Ramaswamy explains, in many cases, they determine executive compensation and bonuses, who gets reelected and reappointed to the boards. They make it very difficult if you don't abide by their agenda. Well, CEOs that don't go along with this have a heck of a time ever getting employed as CEOs again, no matter what kinds of profits they post it. So do you see what's happening here? CEOs, boards, management teams are making the calculation, well, I don't care about my company's bottom line as much. I would rather look out for number one, me, and number two, the shareholders, is a different distant second. From Target to Bud Light, this is literally warping our culture. But whose philosophy is this exactly? I'd argue that what we're living through is nothing less than the culturally forced adoption of Barack Obama's personal sexual fetishes and identifications. So far, there's been very little chatter about it on the left, but the right is all over this letter 
now owned by Emory University, that Barack Obama wrote to a former girlfriend back when he was 21. He wrote, in regard to homosexuality, I must say I believe this is an attempt to remove oneself from the present, a refusal perhaps to perpetuate to perpetuate the endless farce of earthly life. You see, I make love to men daily, but in the imagination. The endless farce of earthly life? What is he saying? He's saying he's been closeted his whole life. But it's this part that hit me between the eyes. And I went, of course, this is why he's pushing this stuff through the human rights campaign. Listen to what else he wrote. Quote, my mind is androgynous to a great extent. And I hope to make it more so until I can think in terms of people, not women as opposed to men. But in returning to the body, I see that I've been made a man and physically in life, I choose to accept that contingency. God, this sounds like what's being taught in every blue elementary school in the country. An androgynous state of mind. And Obama, again, who wrote, my mind is androgynous to a great extent and I hope to make it more so until I can think in terms of people, not women as opposed to men. This is what he's forcing on our entire society. I mean, look at that. This is just from this weekend. Wisconsin parents pulling daughters from sports team after transgender player leaves them with welts and bruises. Here's from Fox News. A group of Wisconsin parents, this is the Green Bay area, are outraged over a boy, a transgender athlete, playing on the team. They won't say what the sport is with their daughters. The school administration was forced to meet with several families who are pulling their daughters out and who will not now be playing on these teams. Um, in fact, this is going on all over the country. And this is why, out of nowhere, this suddenly became the focus for the left. This is Obama. And what he's saying is he doesn't want to be a man. Writ large, this is part of the war on all men that the Democrat Party have been conducting. And there's another war going on regarding men. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's more subtle, and I'm not sure who's conducting it, but the results are drastic. I've been chronicling it for a lot of years. Over the last 50 years, you can Google this, Sperm count of men in the West has fallen by more than 50%. Something is up, y'all. Something is going on. I don't know if it's chemical. I don't know if it's in our food, if it's in our environment. It's something. Something is going on. And it's affecting men reproductively. And while it's going on all over the world, allegedly, Western men saw the sharpest drop in total sperm count, which declined 59.3% since the 1970s. Well, that's been talked about for years. Now this headline in the UK Daily Mail. Rates of erectile dysfunction among U.S. men have nearly doubled since 2002. To the point the UK Daily Mail is now calling it the silent epidemic in America. Now, when I saw that headline that erectile dysfunction has basically doubled since 2002, I thought, oh, that's got to be because America is getting older. It's graying. But then I read this. Around a quarter of under 40s 
under 40-year-old men are now struggling with erectile dysfunction. One in four? That's so young. Now, here's where this gets really interesting. Where is this erectile dysfunction concentrated? Which states have the highest rate of drug use, erectile drug use, which would indicate the problem, right? You got the problem, you get the solution, which is the drugs. Blue states at a rate that's uncanny. Listen to this list of the states where ED meds are most commonly taken per capita. They're all blue. Hawaii, Massachusetts, Connecticut, Vermont, New York, Minnesota, Rhode Island, California, Pennsylvania, and New Jersey. What about the states where ED meds per capita are least commonly taken? Utah, Idaho, Arkansas, South Dakota, Wyoming, Mississippi, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Kansas, and North Carolina, all red states. That's uncanny. The UK Daily Mail tries to theorize that this must be just because, you know, liberal men are more comfortable with their sexuality, more comfortable talking to their doctor about this. I don't believe that. Not at all. Look, I live in the South and I'm here to tell you there's an ED clinic like on every road. My radio show probably couldn't pay salaries without it. That's how popular these are. Men are not hesitating to talk to their doctors here in the South. Let me assure you. No, something else is going on here. And I couldn't help but remember this 2011 study I was fascinated with where researchers tested a group of healthy young men's testosterone levels. And they found a couple of very interesting things. Their baseline testosterone measurement showed that staunch, self-identified Democrat males had lower testosterone than anyone else in the sample pool. Could this be fixed? In other words, is there a cure for liberalism in men? The men were given a dose of androgel 1%. That's 10 grams of that. That's a high-end dose of a common form of testosterone often used in hormone replacement therapy, and others were given a placebo. They later tested the men's testosterone levels again and asked them about politics again. Among men that had expressed really strong affinity for Republicans or Democrats, that didn't change much. But among those in the middle and those who'd expressed weak affinity, as they called it, for the Democrat Party, there was a distinct market right-wing shift. The study's co-authors argued that this is evidence that neuroactive hormones affect political preferences and that maybe political advertising depicting emotional themes that could raise T levels could influence swing voters and perhaps even elections. Meanwhile, if there was ever an eerie sign that Democrats don't give a damn what the public thinks, wants, or how they intend to vote, this is it. Remember the days when if there was a natural disaster, think Hurricane Katrina, both parties would beat a path to wherever that was and they'd begin slamming each other, uh, blaming each other for whatever disaster happened. But at least they cared, right? They were competing to show they cared about human lives. Not anymore. The Democrat Party has opted out. A headline like this would have been unthinkable 10 years ago in the UK Daily Mail, but it was the top story. It shocked the world. Headline, Biden is slammed for refusing to comment on rising death toll in Hawaii after spending two hours on the beach. He's literally out on the beach on vacation. The reporters are screaming questions to him about Maui and he can't be bothered. His answer is no comment. Can you imagine how that sound to the families of those who'd lost loved ones or who were searching for them? I mean, like 800 more people are missing.
of course, you know that Biden didn't take those questions because the next questions would have been about Hunter's Chinese money and about the special counsel. Joe can't go there. He can't answer those questions. But still, what a blatant in-your-face disregard for human life. I mean, it's unbelievable. want to thank you for listening to today's podcast. And to let you know, if you're looking for a way to change your life, if you're not happy with your weight, the way you look, the way you feel, check out PhD Weight Loss. Most people just need a way, some framework, some structure. I'd search for mine my whole adult life. Well, that's what PhD offers. If you've gotten some bad news from the doctor, maybe harder cholesterol problems, you're a little scared, especially because maybe you've tried to lose weight before with no success, consider PhD weight loss because you're just like me. I've always lived a pretty healthy lifestyle, but after I had the kids, I just couldn't get that excess weight off, even though I exercised. Nothing really worked. Well, I gave PhD a try. In the first month, the first thing I noticed was I wasn't really hungry. I was less hungry than before I went on the program. And then the weight started to peel off. I'm down 29 pounds. I maintained it for seven months. I'm still not hungry. I'm managing my weight and my hunger really well. And I feel like I could do anything. I feel like I could stick with this for the rest of my life. What could PhD Weight Loss do for you? Go to myphdweightloss.com. They've got locations in Greenville, Asheville, and Charlotte, but you could do it from anywhere, over the phone and by mail. So check them out, myphdweightloss.com. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.